0: Hey, it's Crystal McFadden, host of the Crystal Conversations podcast. Before the intro starts, I just wanted to say hello. I am so excited you are listening in on season two. We are really honing in on the focus of resiliency as it relates to mental health. These are professionals, people with their own personal journey. The whole goal is to just pour into you with the education, knowledge, and wisdom that they have to share for your benefit. So grab your notebook, grab a pen, and please don't forget to invite a friend to the conversation. I'm glad you're here, and I can't wait to see you again. Take care. Hi there. Welcome to the Crystal Conversations podcast. My name is Crystal McFadden, and I am welcoming you to this place where conversations of growth and resiliency, faith, and falling meet your day-to-day challenges with authentic stories of the struggle, each equipping and encouraging you to own the value of your journey. Thank you for joining this Crystal Conversation. This meeting is being recorded. Listeners, hello. I am so glad you're here. I'm so glad that you're here to listen in on this particular conversation because let's face it, we're all a little tired. And some of us are a little more angry than we used to be. Some of us are a little more moody than we used to be. And wouldn't you know, my guest today is someone that impacted me in a special way, because I love being at the Welcome Center at our church. I like smiling at strangers. I like being this small blip of cheer in their day. Because you know what, we're tired, we're exhausted. We're just barely getting in there and getting ready. And sometimes it's just another thing on our to-do list. And all of a sudden, this woman met me with a smile back. And she's standing across in the lobby and she meets me with a smile and come to find out, not only do we attend the same church, not only are we both smilers to strangers, but we're also both women veterans. And so we got to talking and she has a wonderful thing on her heart that she's going to be sharing with you about. But first and foremost, you get to say hello to Miss Stephanie
1: Jones, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me today. Um, Just as a way to introduce myself, uh, I am the founder of the Kindness Experiment Project. um, And it started here in Pittsburgh with me a year ago. Uh, I am uh, and I'll get into that in just a moment, but I am married to my husband, Bill. We've been married for 23 years Yay! together. <laughs> together, we have four adult children. We have two great uh, grandchildren and three great grandchildren. And uh, we're having lots of fun uh, these days, playing with the babies and, and spending time with with everyone. Um, By day, I am an office administrator and a paralegal for a very busy law firm, and by night I work on the kindness experiment, and what we do is that we encourage random and intentional acts of kindness by everyday people, no matter how big or how small. Uh, I'm also considered a disabled veteran. I served in Desert Storm many, many years ago. And uh, I have tried my best just to uh, bring just a little bit of sunshine into the lives of people. At least I've been doing that for the last year. Well, I definitely
0: noticed that smiling face (laughs) and that kindness exuding from you. So I'm glad that we get to talk about this today. So I have a personal question. Okay. I know that there is, because my guy's little and... I know that there's like this transformation of excitement when you get to meet grandkids. But what happens when you get to meet great grandkids? (laughs) Like, is Um, it just as
1: exciting? (laughs) Yes, it is. And it's wonderful because we can do all of those things that, you know, you tell your kids when their kids are little not to do. Um, And my granddaughter comes to me a lot of times asking for advice on how to handle situations. But there is nothing like sitting there and holding this little baby that you know is two or three generations from you and and just playing with them and sitting and enjoying them and then doing things like give them too much sugar when (laughs) they're not supposed to. Um, But it's actually really awesome uh, to play with them. It's really
0: neat to be able to see like you said, multiple generations from you, like Mm -hmm. this, this stretch of life on just how far the choices we make in this life can ripple into not only your kids, not only your neighbors, but a generation. And then, oh, by the way, another generation actually see it come to life.
1: Yes. For a while there we had, let me see one, two, three, four, five, six generations in one room at one time at one point. And it was awesome. And my husband and I are kind of right in the middle of all of of those generations. So it was, it was great to see. And I think we took pictures so that we could remember it because not long after that, um, the, the first generation actually passed away. So, uh, now we're down to five, but that's okay. (laughs) I,
0: I, I hone in on that because I feel Mm -hmm. as though kindness is also one of those things where we don't always get the gift to see what that extension of ourselves turns into. We may buy someone's coffee or food in the drive-through line behind us, or we might um, pay for someone's groceries. We may drop off a care package when someone is, is not feeling well, or maybe they just need a mood pickup. And, And sometimes it just stops there and it feels sort of stuck, which is kind of the way parenting feels where you're like, I don't know if all of my efforts are going into something.
1: Yes. And, and, you know, I did that for a while. Uh, The kindness experiment has actually been alive since May of last year. And I spent a good six or nine months, not really seeing any type of response. Uh, But here lately, uh, I've started noticing and tracking, uh, I have, I gave a gift card, a $10 gift card to Panera to someone, and a card that said, thanks for being awesome today. And I started tracking how far that progressed. So I asked each, I asked the person I gave the card to, and then I asked them to ask each person that they did something kind for to let them know if they paid it forward. So I tracked five levels and it touched no less than 35 people uh, by one little $10 gift card that got donated to me, by the way. So it wasn't anything that I spent other than for the little note card. And those 35 people, I'm sure have done something kind for more people. So that one little act impacted dozens or even hundreds of people. And that's kind of the basis behind the kindness experiment. We want to make sure that we can do a kindness to someone else, even if it's opening the door for someone, you know, as they're passing through or, or holding the elevator or letting someone in line um, when, uh, you know, in traffic. So it's this crazy thing that, that people find these weird ways to be kind to someone. And it's just blossoming like crazy.
0: I love that because it wasn't even you that started the ripple effect. The ripple effect could be so much further back than you can even track, but just from you five levels deep, it already was exponential in number. Yes. It certainly was. Are you a mushy-gushy emotional person or are you a metrics-driven person?
1: (laughs) Now that is a complicated question. I am kind of both. I'm very analytical and I tend to overanalyze things, which is why I started tracking things. But I am one of those very emotional people that likes to see people happy. And I would like to say that I have this instinct for finding people that need something whether they're having a bad week or in one case where I gave a gift card to a lady in the bathroom that looked like she was frazzled. She came back to me later and said, you will not believe this, but I forgot my lunch that day. And the gift card came in handy because I could eat. So just things like that, that you just don't know. Um, I call it instinct, but really it's, it's the hand of God who says this person needs this today. Absolutely. And So I never ignore it. And if I always carry a little envelope and I'll show you this little envelope here with a little smiley face on it, I've left them places. I've just handed them to people while they're working. I kind of scooted over to them. I um, recently had someone write on this whiteboard in our common space, uh, kindness matters. And that's kind of our motto now. And so the next morning when I came in, I found all kinds of little arrows and words pointed to the phrase, things like so true or absolutely or yes or whatever. And so I went and took and drew a little line down to like the little edge and put a card there and said, this is for you. And then I just kind of watched, you know, back and forth to see who would take it. Someone took it and then wrote this nice little thank you with a little heart next to it. So somebody needed it. And it's awesome. It's really nice to see that people, you know, can take advantage of those things and we can brighten someone's day. And it didn't cost you a whole bunch and it
0: didn't require a lot of energy and so often whether we're emotional or whether we're analytical i asked that question on purpose because we can rule ourselves out of the ability to be yes. extending an act of kindness so quickly yes. that we miss out on that ripple effect not realizing that it it doesn't take that much and I actually had this opportunity. It was, it was on this podcast while we were recording one of the ladies years ago, I'm talking six, seven years ago, if not more, (laughs) I had sent her a card Mm -hmm. after being introduced by a mutual friend that was like, Hey, you guys need to know each other. Mm -hmm. And I had sent her a card and I'm like, this is so exciting. I'm looking forward to this. How sweet of our mutual friend to do this. Well, she kept that card on her desk and I didn't know. (laughs) And so while we're talking, having this, this conversation, this crystal conversation, she goes, Crystal, I still have this card on my desk from you. And I'm like, what? (laughs) And it was such, it was such a hit to me because the energy I spent penning out that card was probably, I mean, it was definitely pre-child because my brain flew out the window before (laughs) when he came and energies went elsewhere because I I wrote cards regularly. That was, that was my way of giving that energy out into the world. So it had to have been well over six years ago. And yet It still resonated like that reverberation of love was still sitting on her desk Mm -hmm. and then encouraging her elsewhere to continue making connections and doing things. So yes, we just don't know when someone needs it and just how much weight it will carry.
1: Right. You know, on the analytical side, uh, real quick, I had to look up what happens when you do an act of kindness to someone and it has a physical and an emotional effect. So, and I know that this, this um, season is all about the mental effects of, of different things. Um, but kindness um, has been shown to increase self-esteem, uh, empathy and compassion for other people. It also improves someone's mood. But on the physical side of that, it uh, decreases blood pressure, it decreases cortisol levels which is what makes you all stressed out, right? So when you do that, when you do something kind for someone, and when you're the recipient of something kind, it has all of these wonderful effects that that are, I guess, scientific. Uh, yes. It doesn't just—it's not just something that makes you feel good. There's actually a reason for that. So I feel like you know what—if if you can do that all the time, and uh, it's something that's awesome. And I used to be angry a lot uh, for a long time. And I would do things just to get the benefit from it, uh, just to be recognized or patted on the back. And I found out that when you do it genuinely, unconditionally, that it makes so much more of a difference.
0: That is important too. When we have we do a, a motives self check, like, mm-hmm. why am I actually doing this? Am I doing this to look better in front of my team? Am I doing this to be a better Christian? Or like, <laughs> yes. There, we have to check our motives because I can relate. There was, there was my entire young life pre-Christ was self-serving, pride-filled, yes. abrasive, unless manipulative, <laughs> and <laughs> and when I would do something, there was always an expectation that it was going to produce a result. Mm-hmm. Yep. And when we free ourselves from that, when we understand that We have been provided for up until this point, and we are now extending this provision of kindness into someone's life. Mm -hmm. It is very freeing. And the benefits, as you said, they're scientific.
1: Yes. Yep, they really are.
0: One of the things that's coming up for me is okay, so maybe the listener is thinking, you know what, this is this is ridiculous. Like, there's no way that kindness produces this kind of result, that kindness can be freeing. That Like, maybe they're just having that block because they've been burned before. Mm -hmm. They understand what it's like to be vulnerable and not have it received well. And, And I can empathize with that, but many of us can also relate to the fact that this pandemic era and the isolation that comes with it does in fact exacerbate feelings of anxiety, depression, trauma symptoms. That's, I mean, there's research for decades backing up the fact that our lack of connection. However, kindness acts, even when unseen, produce a connection with another human Yes. That someone did something, there was an impact made, and now you have this imagined connection with someone other than yourself.
1: Exactly. exactly. That's so cool to me. <laughs> I have met the most marvelous people um, giving cards out to people. I, and, and when I started thinking about actually making this an actual organization and less this little hobby that I had on the side... I was giving cards to people that I didn't know were fundraisers for nonprofits wow. and were um, uh, web designers and were people who could connect me with other investors. Um, just out of the blue, I met a woman and her husband, or partner, I guess, who own this business called Every Day's a Sunday. And a big thing for me right now is getting gift cards to be able to give out. And she told me, she says, I can give you gift cards. Just stop by the cafe, which by the way, their food is marvelous. Um, And so I went by there and they gave me 20 gift cards instead of like the three or four that I was expecting. And it was awesome. And they said, we can connect you with people that can help you with the funding part to do the things that I do. And I'm like, hey, this is all great because I meet the right people at the right time um so and i've started keeping a list on my webpage when it launches at the end of this month uh, of people who do things for the community companies who do kind things for their communities regardless of what it is and um so hopefully we'll be able to get more people that will see those companies and will not necessarily reward them but will check them out and see what they're all about to see if maybe it's something that they'd like to help with
0: because they're, they're breeding a culture of being others focused.
1: Yes. Yes. And,
0: and granted, there are some, the, again, the motive checks, there are some PR benefits to that. There are some, mm-hmm. uh, awareness building, like getting in front of right. people like those are good things, but the reality is it's not about their motive. It exactly. is about the impact being made to the person that receives that that yes. makes all the difference.
1: Exactly. Like, yes.
0: We can get all, uh, we can get our panties all up in a bunch and be like, oh, well, they just do that because, or Ugh, like they just want to be, no, it has yeah. like, don't spend your energy on their issue. Yes. Spend your energy on saying, woohoo, we get to go out and bless people because of x y and z yep exactly we can change that motive um we hear this from the bible a lot is what people meant for evil god will use for good and so if we sit and grumble let's carry on the evil but if we (laughs) stop it in the tracks and say let's get out there and love somebody today
1: exactly so
0: much more fun (laughs) (laughs)
1: It really is. And and I tell people all the time because I get asked, what do I get out of the kindness experiment so far me and anyone that helps me, we're all volunteer. So we don't, we don't make any money from the kindness experiment we don't take anything away anything that comes in goes right back out into helping someone, and um, it is so much more fun to secretly slide someone a card or to walk up. And I've scared people this way, unfortunately, <laughs> and said, hey, you don't know me, but I wanna give you this card. And I said, I just, I always tell people, I just think it would brighten your day today. And I've had people look at me and kind of cock their heads like that, you know, the, like the little the puppy dogs do. And I have to then explain what the kindness experiment is. And they're like, oh, that's such a neat idea. And I got a hug from someone and it, it was so crazy. I'll tell you the story really quick. Um, I, was, I was leaving my office to go to the bank, which is, I don't know, a half a block away from my office. And I always see this, this gentleman, he's always got his little, uh, or his big old, huge garbage can and he has things to pick up trash and ice and other things around the parking garage and the property. And I've seen him a hundred times. And so I stopped and I said, I want to give this to you today and I hope it blesses you. And he took it and he really didn't know what to say. And I went and did my bank business and came back and he caught me in the lobby where the elevators were and he gave me a hug. And he says, this was so nice of you. And I said, you know what? I just thought you could use it. And it was just the sweetest thing. But when you get that appreciation, it's great, but I never expect it. Yes. Yes. I just kind of walk away, give it to somebody, walk away. And I never expect someone to come find me again. So it's awesome.
0: <laughs> now you've found a really good system where cards can be easily kept. They have a gift card. Mm-hmm. There's sort of yes. an exchange of, of ease, of convenience. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's become part of your system. And I know yes. um, I do the same thing in another way. Usually when I go, I go to Aldi's and they have like $4 flower bouquets. which one is amazing, but two, they last longer than anywhere else I've ever bought flowers. So yay for them. (laughs) (laughs) But one of the things that I've realized is that's convenient for me because I'm going to all these, I'm not making a special trip. I'm going to be standing in line where they keep the flowers anyway. And I always buy two or three extra bouquets and I'm Mm -hmm. like, all right, Lord, who do these go to today? and it's sort of like an adventure an adventure with me taking a new way to worship a new way to spend time with God where it's not so so structured so Christian bubbly like okay now we're going to read our devotion and now we're going to pray and then I'm going to sing like it it breaks his mold of how he can work and use us Mm -hmm. yes and and gives us the opportunities to go out and say like I'm ready to listen because we really don't listen to other people, let alone God very well. (laughs) Let's just be upfront with that right now. No matter how good of a Christian we think we are, we do not listen very well at all.
1: I know. It really is terrible, isn't it? (laughs) So, so
0: those who are out there saying like, I don't know where to get started. You kind of take a look at where it is that you are in your life because for you especially being in an office environment being on the Mm -hmm. go walking different blocks envelopes are really convenient and it's something you can do one very quickly but also keep it with you um Mm -hmm. because i have a young child i always have snacks and and he has an affinity for people in need like i've never seen he learned to read early and when he heard homeless and hungry when those words hit his uh-huh. poor little heart he just he was crushed and so oh. <laughs> i always have extra snacks and extra mini waters in my door uh-huh. so that when we're out and he's like homeless and hungry at the top of his lungs from the car seat <laughs> in the back oh We are ready because I cannot handle his heart being crushed and me not being prepared. And the other day we had this conversation and he goes, mom, I don't think a snack and a water is enough. And I'm like, dude, (laughs) then we need to block a time to to prepare better because I just can't carry a grocery store around with me every time we see one of these signs. (laughs) so so when I think of kindness experiment one we have to think of our rhythms right we have to think of like as you said like that pull that instinct of this person may not look like they're in need they may not Mm -hmm. seem overtly unwealthy because sometimes the wealthy need attention and love too yes like there's not a rating system there's not a these people are in need, they get kindness, these people, now they're fine. Yes. (laughs) So, so are there other ways you can, you can think of that people can easily adopt a rhythm of kindness in their life?
1: Sure. Uh, Yeah. So I tell people that there's no act too small and no act too big and sometimes you can plan those out. You can say, okay, I'm going to carry this card around and I'm going to give it to somebody who I think could use it. That's intentional. But the random part comes in with things like holding the elevator for someone who's got their hands full or opening a door or when traffic is bad, letting someone merge in, in front of you. Uh, oh, and not- In yell at them at the car. <laughs> How dare <laughs> I you? Know, I trouble with that one. <laughs> But whatever your conviction leads you to do now, this is not something that this is not something that has a set standard because everybody views kindness differently. Um, For me, it's all about discovering people who might be having a hard day or someone who looks like they might be in trouble for whatever reason, you know, they're just having a difficult time. Um, I am not one of those people that can pay for someone's you know, lunch or their meal, Yeah. but I have found other ways that don't cost anything. Um, I can get a pack of note cards on Amazon for next to nothing. I mean, I can get them for like less than 20 bucks and they are always blank. And so I always write on the inside of them because I think that personal handwritten note is a little bit more uh, meaningful to someone. Yes. Um, because that was but time. Also, yes. And I had someone tell me, I don't need the gift card that you gave me I am going to keep the card because that speaks to me. I gave the card to an acquaintance of mine who is largely homeless, who doesn't always get a meal, and now he can eat, even if it's you know something small with that gift card. And that means more to me than anything else. I mean... I can tell people they're awesome all day long but when you help somebody else with those words that's what makes a difference really it really makes a difference to people so anything that people feel led to do whether they call it an instinct instinct or a god led moment or anything you know even giving someone a smile when they look like they're upset does help or telling people to have a good day and then you can work your way up if you choose to you know, whatever convicts you to go and do things like pay for meals or someone's coffee or, you know, whatever, buy a kid ice cream. And I I, I had a lot of fun this weekend listening to a, a news story about a group of kindergarten kids in California who, as a class project, their teacher told them to, lead, to, to record uh, encouraging messages. And they posted the phone number online to call. And so you call and you get a choice if you're depressed or if you're having trouble with an issue, or if you're angry, you punch in whatever number that is. And then a little kid, a kindergartner, comes on and tells you something encouraging. My boss did it. And the, the child said, uh, open your wallet and go buy someone ice cream. Literally. <laughs> it's, oh, it's this amazing little thing. So I posted too. that on my social media so that people can go and listen to it because even if you don't do what they say, to hear a little five-year-old say, you know, you're awesome today is the best thing in the world. So yeah, it's just little things like that that don't have to cost money. Um, but if you have it, it's always good to spread it around.
0: One of the other things, um, we learned so much from kids. <laughs> Speaking of children, we, we learn so much from kids. I feel like <laughs> I've gotten wiser by having a now six year old. <laughs> He's also gets very upset about garbage and litter. Um, oh,
1: goodness!
0: I don't know where it came from because when he was little, we didn't live in a town that recycled and mm-hmm. that we didn't grow up in homes that ever taught us that but when we moved to our town now it's just we moved in there were recycling bins in the home so we thought it was important to teach him and use right. them since they were available mm-hmm. and part of our part of our right. municipality right and when we drive he gets very upset about litter oh why do people do this not realizing it was such a common thing just a decade or so ago right and so we spend At least once every other month, we try to do it at a minimum once a quarter. Anytime Mm -hmm. there's a nice day, we block out time to go around our block and his school is right at the top of the hill. So we go around the school and the park attached to it. It brings him so much joy to see the ground with no garbage on it, like his little hands in these medical gloves and mom toting behind him like with the garbage bag and it doesn't cost anything. I mean, we already have garbage bags in the house because I've had a medical journey. We have more medical gloves than we could ever need. Um, (laughs) so we're not actually spending anything other than time together. His love language is quality time,
1: not Mm -hmm. just
0: sitting and watching a movie, but interactive time. Right. So not only is his fire against garbage being <laughs> being dealt with but his love language is being tended to and so sometimes right. we can create acts of kindness yes. that that give a benefit but also you do with other people there are ways mm-hmm. that we can say hey let us go out and give out cards let right. us go out and pass out ice cream or put up a sign that says hey buying ice yes. cream for the next 10 kids like <laughs> you just never my know who will
1: I, come by yes my husband and i a few years ago um sat in a coffee shop uh that was close to where we lived at the time and told gave the the barista uh their uh, our card and said For everybody that's buying this particular thing you know just regular coffee we will pay for their drinks and so we must have we must have bought coffee for i don't know 50 people that morning and uh it was awesome you know because no they didn't know you know it's weird they go in there and they say i want this this coffee and and the barista says oh well it's paid for already and it's just it's fun to watch their expressions
0: And it was like a date for you guys. (laughs) Yes.
1: yes. And the barista felt so much better. I mean, he said, I can't believe someone would do this. This is awesome. And it made his day to tell people that their coffee was free. So, uh, and I often give these cards out to other people and say, hey, go find someone to give this to in your circle. Um, Because I think I've given a card to almost everyone in Bakery Square at this point. (laughs) So... I tell people go and just hand it out to somebody that, you know, that's, you know, in your personal life, um, because they know people who could use, you know, a little pick me up. So
0: I think that's, that's a, awesome. That's a really unique way someone could do this, too, is maybe they're not sure exactly who to go to or where to go to. and mm-hmm. And maybe they have the means to say, you know what, I'm going to go get some gift cards. I'm going to have note cards and I'm gonna give five to these five people and tell them go out and bless people. Like, yes. like that's a really cool way to say, don't rule yourself out from a single act and, and just miss that, oh, a $10, $5, $20 gift card is, is nothing. Yes. If you're the one who can go out and buy 20 gift cards or buy 50 gift cards, Or make them three that are exorbitant and say, hey, you guys go, don't tell them what's in it and bless somebody. Yes. (laughs) Like this can get really creative in the way that just the excitement of knowing it's out there and it's going to bless someone, that's fun.
1: Yes. Yes. And I always include uh, all of our social media accounts and I tell people, hey, if this made you feel good, if it blessed you today, please come on and tell us about it. Go on to our social media accounts, let us know. And I've gotten stories from people. They email me and say, hey, I use this and I gave it to somebody else. Um, but then they know because my name is nowhere. I, I was kind of forced to put it on our business card, but um, my name is not on the card anywhere. So it's all comes from the kindness experiment. And it's great to know that People now know what the kindness experiment is. They may not know me, but they do know the kindness experiment.
0: That's important too, because if you're out doing an act of kindness and you don't want to be sort of braggadocious about it, but the fact that people, even someone listening to this, maybe you're just being inspired and stirred up that this is happening. You haven't conducted one yourself, But because you're hearing this, you're being inspired to to act potentially a different way, maybe respond a little less quickly in anger or be a little more emphatic about someone else's victory. And and so when folks take that time to share those stories with you and you're able to share that out into social media land, I know I watch a guy I have no idea what his name is. I'm sure I've looked at it 10 times, but I don't remember that. What I remember is he randomly shows up and asks people if they can help him with something. "Hey, I forgot my wallet. Can you help me?" Or "Hey, oh crap, I need a water. I'm thirsty. I don't have this." Or "Oh, I need a ride here." The first person to say yes gets 500 bucks. And I watch this guy on a regular. And to me, That's inspiring in itself because no, Mm -hmm. I can't give someone 500 bucks, but man, can I make a big deal out of their willingness to be supportive and helpful on my worst days? Yes. And those people are out there and whether it's for reward or whether it's simply for being acknowledged that, man, you, you made my day better. Yes. Just by sharing the story of kindness, it still creates a ripple effect. So it does. so you can anonymously share, they can email you, they can say, hey, kindness experiment, this is what happened, this was the response. I just wanted to let you know it was out there. I knew you're doing this in the Pittsburgh or in the Northeast region of the country. Yep. Um, I just wanted you to put this out there so it inspires
1: somebody else. Right. And that can be helpful for you, right? Yes, it can. Um, right now, I have um, volunteers in three well, three states, including Pennsylvania. Uh, I have a fourth state that's um, that we're, we're working with to try to get uh, that all set up. But the volunteers in Alabama, Tennessee, Pennsylvania, and Colorado is coming soon. Uh, what we're hoping to do is. To kind of extend what I've already been doing, and that is finding people who have done kind things and putting them in a drawing for the end at the end of the month, um, and then also to be able to get them gift cards so that they can hand out to give them those funds that they can do that because some people love to volunteer. I do actually, but you don't always have the money to to do the things that you need to do to volunteer. <coughs> so we're going to be we're hoping to kind of branch out across the country and have one person that can kind of run their own little kindness experiment in that state so that we can then make it make it bigger and the more donations that come into us the more that we can do i just had someone a couple of nights ago who actually is my hairdresser and she said to me we can give you gift cards so that people can go have their hair done. I said, when we get to that point, I'm going to take you up on that. So I have had um, I have had people that are interested in helping other people in this small little way, and I want to eventually help people give them gift certificates to go buy clothes for say a job interview or um, to get their haircuts so that they feel better. Yeah. Um, and that will come eventually. Now we're focused on people who just need to have their day a little brighter. And when we start getting more donations and when we become a nonprofit officially, we'll be able to do those kinds of things. So we're working toward it and we're actually doing a new project in the fall And I don't know if I told you about this I think I might have where we have we're going to go into a school and we're going to have two fifth grade classes compete to come up with a project to help their community in some way and then they're going to carry out that project and then they're going to send us something that says this is what we planned this is what we did this is how it was received this is what, what the effect of it was and then we're going to look at them and decide who wins and the kids get t-shirts and certificates and stuff, but the teacher of that class will get some kind of donation to help towards their um, their school supplies for their classroom for the next year. And we're hoping that we can do this once a year with one elementary school. And the goal is, is that if people can teach hate at that age uh, and kids learn really fast at five and six years old and, oh, you goodness, know, and, yes. and old, They learn what their parents do. They see that stuff. They observe it. So if they can teach hate, we can teach kindness. And we can show them that kindness does matter. And we're hoping that that will then have a long-term effect on them.
0: I'm love looking
1: forward to it. I think that's going to be fun.
0: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yes, I cannot wait to hear more. And I know there are many people listening whose ears are like, I want to help. Let me get in there and just encourage or support support these kids in getting there because so often as adults I mean before Jesus I just assumed that you know what it's too late for me like Mm -hmm. I am just the kind of person that will tear you down and be mean and I'm out for me I can do it myself type of attitude and yes I didn't realize my heart could be hijacked and made new in such a way Yes, isn't it awesome when that happens? <laughs> and I was just like, "Wow." And and so some of us sometimes we just feel like it's too late, but when we hear that kids can be poured into in such a way and given this incentive, I know there's people out there that that want to get in touch with you and usually I ask this at the end, but I feel like it's an appropriate time. How can people reach out to the kindness experiment and say I wanna be involved, tell me where I can send this, how I can support, here's where I am type of thing.
1: Okay, so right now uh, we are putting together a website. Uh, I'm hoping by the end of the month, it'll be up. We'll have forms on there so that people can go in and click and fill out a thing for uh, nominating people who have been kind for our drawing. They'll be able to donate from there. They'll also be able to volunteer if they want to. In the meantime, I'm asking people that want to get involved, want to make a donation to give me, um, to send me an email. And the email address is the Kindness Experiment. I'm sorry, that is so wrong. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> that didn't really work, did it? No, um, it's okay. E- I, I understand fully. <laughs> the email address um, is kindnessexperimentpgh at gmail.com. So the K- and the E and the P are all capital, and for whatever reason, that makes a difference. Um, so that's the email. Email me if you want to get involved. If you would like to donate, uh, we do have a couple of different ways. I have a Cash App account, and if you want to donate, you can go on there. The uh, my ID is dollar sign Imagine Kindness. If you want to send a check, you can send a check or any gift card donations. Um, To the kindness experiment, that address is 2630 Monroeville Boulevard, P.O. Box 645, and that's in Monroeville, Pennsylvania. The zip code is 15146.
0: And I will put all these in the show notes. Um, So if you missed a number and you need to get it, double check all the details. I will check with Stephanie to make sure that all the details are correct in the show notes. You'll be able to reference it, copy paste it, send it to other people you know would be on board and and just have an easy way to carry that forward. Right. Um, When folks who are not used to accepting help. Those who they're just not good at being the receiver. Maybe they're great givers, but man, it's uncomfortable to be like, I don't, I don't really need this. I don't think, I don't think this is for me, save it for someone else. How do you, how do you combat that? Because we do as
1: givers aren't always the best receivers. Right. Well, I oftentimes don't give people a choice. No, that's not terrible. But I had someone who was having—he was having a bad week—and he came up to me later and said, "I'm going to tell you, I this gift card I can't use it. I'm going to give it back to you to give to someone else, but I'm going to keep the card and here's a donation, which was awesome." And so what we did is we took that card and we gave it to someone else, but he kept the card that said "You're awesome today," and he had all the information, he kept my business card so that he can then reference it for someone else. Um, If they just absolutely don't want to take it, this is what I tell people, take the card and pass it on. You don't even have to open it if you don't want to. Just give it to someone else because there's somebody else that could use it. And that way they get that same feeling that you get when you're being kind to someone else. And that's ultimately the goal is to show people just how good it feels to do that sort of thing and how much you can help someone else just by some little tiny random act um, that you may not be able to use. So I just encourage people pass it on if you don't want it. And I've never had anybody turn it down. I've had people come back weeks later and say, I just used your gift card and man, was was it, did it come at the right time? So those things are awesome.
0: I I agree. I think encouraging them to, to pass it on is important. Mm -hmm. And maybe, maybe they're super resistant. Something that's coming to mind is they're like, no, no, no. Like, let me just give it to you and reminding them that there is someone that they know that you do not. And in order for this gift to get into that person's hands, they have to be entrusted to it. And Mm -hmm. And giving them that, that sense of purpose that they really do have the ability to impact someone. And so in order to impact that person with this gift at the time it needs to be given out, they mm-hmm. need to be able to receive it.
1: Yes. Yep. And I tell people, I, I walk around with the card all the time and I sit there and I think to myself, or, and I say a little prayer and say, this belongs to someone, show me where it belongs. Yeah. And it never fails. I always find somebody that needs it. And yet the other day I walked past a a guy who was busy on his computer and he he had his, you know, his hand holding up his head and you could tell he was just tired or struggling or something. And I walked past him in the common area of our floor, maybe five or six times. And finally I just stopped. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So I walked over, (laughs) I gave him, I told him who I was and what I was doing and what our mission statement was. And he was like, oh, I really could use this today. And I said, you know, and if there's something in the card that you decide that you don't want to use, pass it on. Somebody else can use it. And people always know it's like, it's like that instinct. It's like that card has been blessed and they know where it should go. So I've never had an issue with somebody saying, okay, I won't pass this on yeah um, but it always works I mean when you tell people that that if they don't need it they can pass it on to someone else they always have an idea of where it needs to go
0: I agree and I'm also being mindful of the listener who is like oh Christians telling us about all their good works just <laughs> yes put it in front of everyone get all the credit do the things I, I want to tend to that that piece, because yes, we are not to go out and brag about how great we are for doing these works. Like, that's not the intention. And as you said, your name is not anywhere on the envelope. It's purely about the kindness experiment. Right. And and recognizing that, yes, the other day we were, we were feeding birds. We were putting bird seed out and I sort of giggled and I said, Lord, you do take care of the lilies of the Valley and the birds and the sparrows. And, Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's the berries on the bush. And sometimes it's the worms in the ground. And sometimes it's my butt picking up this 50 pound bag of bird seed, (laughs) sticking it in the bird feeder. But yet, you know, each of them and their needs. And so recognizing, and again, that motive check that it's not about us and accolades and giving, it is about stirring up this habit of generosity and kindness and other minded Mm -hmm. focus. Right. That is not about our praise and not about what we are doing, but about the opportunity that God has given us to serve other humans on this earth, regardless of acknowledgement or not, because sometimes Mm -hmm. it's sitting on a table. Sometimes it's laying on their car. Sometimes it's sitting at their doorstep or being left in the bathroom. You just don't get caught up in trying to prove someone less than for protecting our own unwillingness to step out of our comfort zone and love on someone because it's not easy to walk up to a stranger and be like, oh, d- d- excuse me here. I want to bless you. Like <laughs> you, you got to work through your nerves a little bit.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. It's crazy. And I never would have gone up to perfect strangers. And I have had to work on that a lot, but now I just, it, when, when God says give it to them, I just walk up to them and say, hey, you don't know me. I I don't actually tell them my name unless they ask. Um, And honestly, I would prefer if I just like had a mask on so no one saw who I was. Um, But I just go and I, you know, hand it to them. And it's satisfying. It's oddly satisfying to walk up to a complete stranger and said, I've got this thing. (laughs) that I'm doing. And, um, I always say we at the kindness experiment, because I feel like there are other people that have helped me out along the way. Um, and I'm looking forward to being able to, to push off some of those things. Um, some of the business part um, that you have to do that. You're not that even if you're not a actual business yet, um, that, that I have had to learn (laughs) because I, I've discovered there are a lot of things that are way outside of my skill set. And I have found through giving gift cards away people who do those things or who know people that do those things. And it's like, this is the coolest thing. And I say that this is a God, God mission. Um, And I know people scoff sometimes and say, but I got the kindness experiment started because I prayed and heard a song and it was just i figure now that god's going to give me the avenue to do everything that i want to do everything that needs to be done to to help change the mentality of this country and and largely of the world
0: i i can't agree more and there's something beautiful about we don't have to be known we don't have to know the person we're serving We simply need to know the God who has called us and that he knows them and their needs far more than we ever could. And when we are obedient in who he is and how he functions and the opportunity for him to even use us in such a way, man, is that cool?
1: It is. It really is. I never thought that this would get to the point that it is now. And now I'm looking forward to being able to do the things to make it an actual business to make it a nonprofit to teach kids to do all of those things that we really truly want to do i've even started talking to a company in florida because their entire their entire product line is is centered around the words be kind or be happy and so I think what we're going to do, if we can get everything arranged and come to terms, we're going to have an online store so people can buy tie-dyed shirts that say, you know, just be kind, which is awesome. And that benefits so, the
0: effort yes. to go out and give. Right. That's so wonderful. everything now
1: is is all about being able to fund the things that we're trying to do. And I can see this getting so much bigger I just hope not too fast because <laughs> I'm kind of a, a lone person right now. My husband does what he can, but he's retired so he can do those things. I always give him research projects or to-do lists to do for the kindness experiment. It's kind of funny. And he's like, okay. I'll That's do it. his act of
0: kindness <laughs> to you. Yes, dear. Yes. <laughs> yes, dear is a lovely act of kindness if you're out there
1: listening. <laughs> yes, it is. And it works both ways too, by the way. Yes. <laughs> It's not just the husbands, but it can be also the wives. Um, My husband and I have a unique relationship now that he's retired because he's kind of the house husband, the the male version of a housewife. He takes care of the house and all of the cooking and the cleaning and the dog and everything that I ask him to do during the day. And um, he says it's better than sleeping all day in his chair. So it's It's great. I go to work, I come home and everything is done. It's awesome. But it also works the other way, too. So,
0: oh, yes, I, I think just the mind, the mindset of realizing that as busy as we are, as important as we are, or as inferior as we may feel sometimes, right. there's a place that, that breathes life into our soul when we see someone else in this world. And when mm-hmm. we are able to see someone else, when we are able to be present with them for even a moment, yes, that changes everything. And I, I really mm-hmm. see the kindness experiments creating that mindset of notice somebody, see them, yes. be right. present with them, even if you don't need to know all the details.
1: Right. So sometimes listening can be a kindness as well. Even yes. if you don't know someone and I've had people approach me and just start talking to me and telling me all of these things. And it's like, okay, I'm supposed to listen. So I sit and I listen. It's, it's kind of crazy.
0: Usually I ask for like a final word of wisdom, but honestly, there I don't think that there's anything more important than listening. Yes. If, if that is your act of kindness today and you just take that breath and be present with the person in front of you, man, that goes
1: a long way. It does. It really does. And I would like to say that I routinely challenge people to spend 30 days or one week or even one day sometimes, and just do some small little act of kindness that day. And it doesn't matter what it is. It's whatever you feel like doing because kindness doesn't, it doesn't cross, uh, well, it does cross You know, lines of of race and gender and culture and religion and all of those things. It's just whatever you feel like doing that day and keep track. And I promise at the end of that time that you've challenged yourself, you will be a different person. Oh, yes. <laughs> well- Miss Stephanie
0: Jones with the kindness experiments. <laughs> it has been wonderful having you. I feel like our listeners can really have something to take home, something that means something to them, that fits into their life, that's attainable, that can be random or planned. There's so much flexibility that there's no yeah. excuse not to go out and be kind. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so thank you for being here today. Any any final words for our listeners?
1: Um, no, I just tell people be kind because kindness matters, no matter what it is, no matter how old or young that you are, you can always make a difference in someone else's life because it means nothing to you sometimes to do that one little act, but it means everything to the person that you're, that, that's receiving that kindness. And sometimes you just don't know how much of a difference it makes in their lives. Yes.
0: There's nothing, there's no better feeling than being the on the receiving end of someone blubbering because you barely exerted an ounce of effort and it changed yes. their life. And exactly. so, so be that kind, be the one that gets out there in front of people and just loves them where they're at. So, yes. Thank you so much listeners. I encourage you get out there, open your eyes and be intentionally kind. Your effort matters. It can truly not only change someone's life, but it can change entire regions and the world. Take care, everyone. Thanks for joining this Crystal Conversation. Thank you for joining this Crystal Conversation, the place where stories of growth and resiliency are authentically shared in order to encourage and equip you to own the value of your journey. If you've been inspired or learned something new, please feel free to share the love and tell someone about these Crystal conversations. If you know your helping, health, or human-facing organization or group would benefit from growth-minded resiliency content, stop by crystalmcfadden.com for more information. And once again, this is Crystal McFadden reminding you that your steps matter. And thanking you so much for joining me during this crystal conversation.